Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, once again, Mike Lavelle. And, um, you know, I'm still in recovery from the Super Bowl. Uh, I think I'm getting past denial. So so now I get to do the podcast like I want to and enjoy it and talk about a lot of things. We've been off for a week, so we back. Because it was a whole bunch of stuff that happened in the last two weeks. But as you know, I always start the show off talking about uh, some of the great people that I know, some of the great people I've gotten to know over the last few years. This guest is no different. Uh, First of all, great people are named Michael, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Michael Jesus, uh, of course, myself, and of course, my special guest, who I will introduce to you guys. This is Mike Fresh. What up, why? What up, man? I, I love that intro, man. I'm feeling that intro. I'm feeling the love, man. I feel special after that intro. <laughs> man, mics have to stick together and support one another. You understand? Oh, most definitely. No doubt. <laughs> All right, man. So you know how we do to get our show started. We always start with a uh, segment of where we get our little rant off our chest. Um, I want I, I want to start with you, cause you have a you have a nice rant going, and I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I know, uh, you know, football season is, is over with, and um, I don't know at this time you kind of everybody's missing football. But my rant is with the whole. I have an issue with Thursday night football. Um, I just feel like it's it, it isn't benefiting the players. The games we've seen the last few seasons since they switched uh, Thursday nights to a weekly basis have been terrible. So it doesn't benefit the players. Um, it doesn't help with player safety. The fans get a horrible product. And, I mean, only thing, the only benefit I see from it is from the, the owners and the commissioner of the league and how I feel about him. I can go into a whole other rant about him. But um, of course, it's just it's not conducive. It's, it's not conducive. I mean, especially most of these teams that end up on Thursday night football, um, they they play on Sunday. But you play on Sunday, and then if you got if, if it's a road game, you got Monday, maybe Tuesday, and then you gotta hit the road and play the game on Thursday. Um, I've the one game that we play, because I'm a Carolina fan, of course, um, against the Saints, I think it was like three or four players um, that had con- ended up with concussions. Luke got hurt. I think a couple players from oh, the, Saints, yeah, I remember the that. Saints that night, um, they got hurt. It was like it, it was just a terrible, terrible product, and it doesn't benefit anybody. I I feel like just 
Thursday night football should be like Thanksgiving, of course, and maybe towards the end of the season when they have the um, Thursday and Saturday games getting close to the playoff push. Um, other than that, the weekly thing, nah, nah, it's it's just it doesn't benefit. They say the league um, tries to say that they're, you know, we're concerned about player safety. We're all about the players, and then you put them in more harm's way by scheduling them two games in the span of of three or four days. So it's that that's my rant on Thursday night football. Although I will say it did provide I do like the, the streaming over Twitter, the live streaming of games over Twitter and the color rush uniforms. Those are about the, the only two positives out of it. Everything else, nah. So so you like the color rush uniforms? Yeah, they some of them were dope. I like the concept. The first year it was a bit of a you know, it had some kinks to work out because you had those, uh, I think it was the Rams that had those, or no, the Jaguars that had those mustard uniforms. Yeah, they had the mustard. Um, and then they had the issue with colorblind because they had like red and green oh, uniforms, yeah. but then yeah. they started making um, some teams wear all white instead to kind of offset it. So, I mean, I think the color rush uniforms are dope. Um, but just, I think you yeah, just said I'm that because the Panthers was nice. Like, I, I mean... Is even though we're in yeah, rival yeah. division, you were rivals in a division. Like the 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 Panthers blue is is a crazy color on the color rush night. Yeah, that that uniform, that whole uniform is fire. I like those, and I also like our all blacks. Whenever we wear those, we don't wear those that much, but right. yeah, the color rush ones and the um and the all black ones are flames. I feel you on that, and and on top of that, on top of your rant, man. I don't like that on Thursdays you get the, how should I say? It, to me, it kind of cheats the competitiveness of the game because, yes, you have that short turnaround, but for two teams, they have an extended rest period. So, you know, it's different from having a Sunday or a Monday night game. Like, you're talking Thursday. It's almost like a mini bye week. How fair is that to the next team they're going against who had the regular, you know, weak preparedness? So I, th- I think you mess up the competitiveness or, or the fairness of the game as well. Yeah, yeah, most, most definitely. I just, like I said, I don't see, I don't like them doing it on a on a weekly basis, man. I think they need to just stick to the end of the, you know, towards the end of the season and do it like that. Although I, I do like the idea of them they started live streaming the games via Twitter and I think that's like that was one of the, the most dope things in sports period oh, yeah. live streaming the games over Twitter I think other leagues should follow suit NBA um you know live streaming games over Twitter man I thought that was that was innovative that was super dope yeah cuz you know what we all especially when this big sporting events we all watch it on Twitter anyway like watching on our TV exactly. we'll tweet while we watch it so I th- I thought that was dope too, man. And, uh, plus, you know, give you an opportunity. You ain't got to be home. T- you know, you ain't fearing missing the game. Right. You, can, you know, you can just pop on your uh, phone as long as you got Wi-Fi. Because I'm broke. I ain't got the unlimited yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. I ain't got it like that. All right, man. Good rant, man. I, I really like that one because uh, I don't. I-, I think everybody's calling for Thursday night games to go away, but. Doesn't look like they're going away, man. Roger Goodell, he, yeah, you know, he's seeing the money Roger and the owners see the money. Yeah, yeah, he's the uh, he's the worst.
sports commissioner out here right now. Oh yeah, by far. He's literally the opposite of. Uh, of he's literally the opposite of, of Adam Silver. Adam Silver, he I can't really think of much he's done wrong, and Roger Goodell is the exact opposite. Uh, totally true. Totally true. And to come from Tagliabue, who was much loved, like he he's just. I mean, there's no trust. Fans don't like him. Teams don't yeah. like him. <laughs> I think the yeah, owners with, might be the only people that like him because they still get money. Yeah, yeah. He 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 essentially works for them, so he um, exactly he you know they he's like they're a puppet pretty much who got a got, got a little bit of authority and he just. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, that's a whole another rant. You <laughs> <laughs> can spend this, this whole episode talking about that. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, so I got a rant. Um, yo, yo, Fresh, did you watch uh, the, what they call, Hurt Bay video? I did, I did. So here's my rant, and it's on this video. And and first of all, I think that this was purely for entertainment purposes. But since so many people took it serious, let me go on my little mini yeah. rant about it. Now, if you okay. haven't seen the Hurt Bay video... You know, you go online, you can search at YouTube, whatever, hashtag Hurt Bay. You'll see the video of these two people that used to be a couple, and they are talking about why they broke up. In other words, why the dude cheated. Uh, some people got sad about it. But I have a problem with two groups of people. One, I have a problem with you uh, ladies who are taking up for this woman. Why? Yeah, I understand your feelings hurt. Probably reminded you of that time that you got your feelings hurt or that time that your daddy went to the store and didn't come back. I get it. I'm not going to sit up here and say your feelings are not valid, but I have an issue with you taking up for this woman who was clearly being stupid. You know how I know? Not only because I'm a man and I saw all the stupidity in there. Like when you went to his room and he had another girl, he told you to leave and you went and cried. That was stupid. Yeah, that was but when that man yeah. said you was going through my phone all the time, I didn't like it. And she was like, I didn't trust you. He was like, well, if you didn't trust me, why you was with me? This is uh, exact words. I was being stupid. Tell you something that the old man once told me. Don't say nobody that don't want to be saved. She said she was exactly. stupid. Don't take up for her being stupid. She's doing what she's supposed to do. She's being accountable for her life and acknowledging that she was being stupid. Don't you go take up for and undo the great process that God has done in her by giving her accountability. You leave her alone. You let her be stupid or you let, you let her learn from being stupid. How about this? You go learn from her being stupid or learn from your own stupid actions. Cause we all got them. I've been stupid before. All right. Yeah. I, mean, I know I've been. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> So here, that's that's my first rant. All right, the second group is to the fellas. I can't leave y'all out of this. All right, so a bunch of fellas was getting online, and they was basically saying, man, this girl is fine, which she was. She was a very attractive woman. She was, she was, she was fine. I, I mean, yeah, she was fine. She was fine. I mean, I can't sugarcoat that. I mean, I don't even think she had <laughs> her baby hairs laid all the way, and she was still fine. Yeah. But uh, fellas, there was some fellas that said, this girl's so fine, I don't understand how anybody can cheat on her. Stop. I have seen uh, dimes get cheated on all the time. Not by black men, because black men don't cheat. I told y'all that before. Of course not. Yeah. That's... 
See, this is why I got fresh on the show. He understands. We here with it. Yeah, man, black men don't cheat. I, I'm here to, you know, confirm, you know, that statement that black men don't don't cheat, and don't let they perpetuate that myth that black men do cheat because it's all just a ploy. I'm telling you, man. Y'all gotta watch for the Illuminati. They slit. They slit. Yeah, they, they out here, man. They out here. <laughs> so to these fellas. Uh, good looking women get cheated on all the time. And if you are basing a relationship success off of the, how the woman looks or your attractiveness to her, then you got bigger problems in your life than just a little bit. Cause if Beyonce could get cheated on allegedly, then what makes you think that this attractive woman who is not that big or doesn't have the money is not going to get cheated on. Let me tell y'all something attractiveness only gets you in the door. You still got to commit, do the interview, stay on the job, get seniority and get promotions. All right. That's how that works. Woman is attractive. Good. How y'all know she ain't crazy. That's how come some of y'all got crazy baby mamas. Cause you stay in relationships when a woman is just attractive and she's clearly crazy. Clearly. And if you, if you saw the Bay video, uh yeah. To be honest, all women are crazy. They just it's just levels to Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This government. Some women have different levels, years. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, all women have some level of craziness to them. And to an extent it's 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 okay, I can deal with it, but after a certain level, yeah. Exactly. Can't deal with it. So so that's that's just my rant. Like fellas, come on now. Like Y'all too old to be using the she too fine to get cheated on notion. All right. There are a lot of women. There are a lot of ladies that are not good women that are fine as Persian cat hair. Just putting that out there just in case you didn't know. All right. There are women like Holly Berry who has always been fine as slick frog hair. And she has been cheated on God knows how many times. You know why? Cause she ain't a good person. She's just not. <laughs> I'm putting it out. Yeah, I never she met definitely her. has issues. And there was, I think there was an article or something um, about she. She was trying to. She wasn't taking deceptive responsibility, man. She was wanting to put it on everybody else, all her others. Like, yo, you had like three husbands. <laughs> it's not like all a legit them. three. A legit three husbands. <laughs> And meanwhile, like, as soon you... as you get divorced from those husbands, uh, they all get in relationships and get quiet and stay with the person they were after you. Yep. So I say that and I say it again, man. It don't matter if the girl is fine. She can get cheated on. It doesn't matter if she's fine. She could be crazy and not a good person. Just FYI. Just in case you fellas didn't know that. Then again, I feel like I'm Luxury cars to a get traded in every day. Well, say that again. Say that again for the people. Luxury cars get traded in every day. Every day. <laughs> every day like <laughs> clockwork. All right. So understand that the Hurt Bay video, enjoy it, all that there. But ladies, don't save the woman that didn't want to be saved. Fellas, understand that an attractive woman can be a not good person and they can be cheated on. You can leave a good person. Yeah. All right. So 
we're going to get into our main topic of today. We're going to talk a little bit about beef because that is what the story of the day is and of the weekend. Uh, if you don't know, Remy Ma caught a body again. <laughs> this time, not it's physically. Catch a body. This is lyrically. Ooh, she, uh, I was waiting. I was so glad to hear her go in because if you, I don't know if some of your listeners who do follow me on Twitter, I've made my uh, opinions about Nikki's rapping ability more than known on there. She, she's terrible. Lyrically. She, she hasn't had a good verse since monster. Um, Ooh. and her, she, she, she raps like she knows she has like the best bars but she thinks she has battle rap bars, but actually they're terrible. She she raps them with so much confidence as if they're the, the hardest bars, the most clever bars ever. And they're horrible. They're they're terrible. And then she wants to say, Oh, it's because if I wasn't a female, you got you know, people would take me seriously. No. You can be male, female, donkey, amphibian, it don't matter. Using those bars, you still would be considered. I still would consider you terrible. You're terrible, oh, wow. and I'm glad Remy. I'm glad she came at her because she was, you know, throwing the subliminals. You know, and I'm glad. And I think I think Remy had those bars waiting. <laughs> she was ready. I, she was waiting yeah, she on. Was, she was just waiting on. She was waiting on her to step out of line, and boy, did she! It, it, it just—I mean—we'll tell you at the end of the show again, but just remind the people where they can find you on Twitter because you do go in on Nicki Minaj's lyrical skills. Yeah, yeah, it's uh Mike underscore Fresh eight hundred three M I K E underscore P H R E S H eight eight zero three. So yeah, she um yeah. <laughs> I, I, and don't get I me wrong. I, I have said my piece about Nicki Minaj. I, I, I disagree with you a little bit. I think she is very talented. I think the money has gotten to her. Um, she, you know, she want to do the pop bubble gum rap, which I ain't going to hate on you. Flo Rida did it. Pitbull yeah. did it. Like you ain't the first. Yeah. Like, you, if you could cross over and get that. Yeah. Flo Rida crossed over to that pop bubble gum rap and, Never, never look back. He's getting his bread. Pitbull, same thing. He's there. I think they became bigger superstars once they did that. But don't, if you're going to do that, do that. Don't call yourself the female J. Um, like you one of the, the dope lyricists, the better lyricists. When you rap like that, you, you can't. And then, like, deliver, spit your bars as if you were doing something when you're feeding us garbage. This is, these are trash lyrics. And then, you want to put the blame on everybody else when people criticize you. Like, nah. Well, see, I, I think also, too, you have an appreciation for, uh, I want to I don't want to say old head hip-hop, but the origins of hip-hop, you respect lyricism. Um, I yeah. don't think that Nicki Minaj fans respect lyricism. Not to say they don't like it, but, you know, wordplay is very different than making sure you rhyme every other word and put in dope ad-libs. Like, yeah. There are wordsmith out here that, you know, they will, I mean, the, the dictionary is their world and they can tell you apart. I just don't think Nikki's that person. She's not the wordsmith person, but, you know, she got a delivery. She got a flow. She got a, you know, she could put some lyrics together pretty nicely, but I don't think she's doing nothing special. No, that's the thing. I mean, 
she, but she like she she's calling herself the female Jay. It's like no, you're you're not the female Jay. Could rhyme. Jay could tell stories. He yep. could you know do it all in his in his rhymes. You're not the female Jay. The only reason you're probably the the uh, you're popular, no doubt. You sell records. You make you know good songs. But there's not too many females really in the rap game now. <laughs> so that that's, that's I guess true. she felt. You know, and she was selling records, so she felt, oh, she's the best. No, you're not the you, you may sell more records. You do sell a lot of records. I give you that. You, I mean, if you want to go that route, go that route. Be pop. You know, you don't got to be super lyrical. You know, say a couple rhymes on a hook or something like that. It was, you know, decent bars, but don't give us this trash third grade reading level. I won't even <laughs> say third grade. I'll say three year old nursery type bars. And then. And act like you, you J or you M Eminem or somebody. Nah, you not. I I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, I I, I thought long and hard about it, and I was like, dang, I like she kind of reminds me of Eve, and that's no disrespect uh, to Eve because I think Eve is dope. Nah, but Eve was Eve never super dope, man. But Eve was never this crazy wordplay lyricist like she had a great flow a great delivery and a great command over the beat that's similar to Nicki Minaj it doesn't make her not not but it doesn't make her who she thinks she is nah Nicki Minaj and Eve nah Eve could Eve could could flow Eve was that better ball I mean she she wasn't like let me see how can I say this um like she wasn't the the best rapper, but she was no slouch yeah. in that regard. She wasn't spitting these these bars I've heard Nicki spit on some of these songs. She would never spit bars that that terrible. She she could flow. I mean she she was a rough rider. I mean she had she was holding her own. I was just listening to um uh Rough Riders volume volume one. Mm-hmm. Um I forgot the track. What child is one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, and she was, she was, she was flowing on that. She was, oh, she was going there? on that. She had a little, um, you know, she was going. Yeah. So yeah, nah, Nikki, 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 nah, no. Nah. I, I will say, um, just, just uh, for my younger listeners, if you never heard any of the Rough Rider volumes, uh, go get that. <laughs> Down to I think volume yes. four was probably the last good one. Uh, but all yeah, those the, the the very first one is a classic. The very yeah. first one is a classic. Absolutely. Um, it's I was listening to. I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and then I listened to it like for the first time in a long time, a couple months ago. And I'm playing. I'm like, oh snap! This joint had, had hits on it. I'm like, man. All right. So so let's get into the beef part of it. Um, this been a long time coming. Uh, they've been kind of. Uh, you know, I feel like Nikki might make some statements. Uh, Remy being the person that she is, she jumps up like, are you talking to me? Nikki be like, nah, I ain't talking yeah. to you. So Remy will back back down. I'm like you. I think this been pent up. I think I think Nikki finally made that track with Gucci Mane. And it was just enough mm-hmm. for Remy to be like, all right, I'm going to go get her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's like it's that track with Gucci Man. The lyrics I didn't listen to. The, I haven't listened to the whole song yet, but I heard. I guess I saw the lyrics with Nicki said once again. 
terrible, terrible bars. Oh, I, and I didn't know Remy was. I didn't think Remy was going to respond, and much less respond the way she did. When when I heard when I saw that she responded, I was like, "Whoa, hold on, let me listen to this." And when she went in, she was like, "This was personal stuff, very very personal stuff." Um, it's like she was just. She was just waiting on her to say the wrong thing, like say something else, say something else. Like yeah. she was just, she was waiting on her, and boy, did she deliver. And I mean, and so far that was Saturday. Maybe he hadn't responded. I don't know Not if she yet. will. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think she should? I think she should. You gonna you gonna drop the subliminals? Then when somebody, you know, when they come at you directly, and you claim you the best. Let's go at it. But you know that's let's, the let's that's see. the new age way of doing it, though. Is you throw a subliminal, so you got a way out. Like you know, it's it's like it's like throwing a shot, but knowing where to exit it. Like, but but Remy, but Remy came at you to direct, so you might have been throwing a subliminal, trying to you know be subtle about it. And the subliminals are dope when they're clever. Subliminals are super dope when they're clever. I might I have no problems with you throwing a subliminal at somebody. I think that's that's ill. When when it's clever and because Jay, Jay is a master at that, Jay is definitely um, the master at that. But now, all right. So you throw the subliminal. Whoever the intended target, it may or may not have been Remy. You may or may not have been throwing shots at me, but she responded. She said your name when she came. She went hard. You you gotta. When she goes that hard, you gotta say something. Put out something. I mean. If not, you you looking funny in the light now. Ooh, good point. Uh, I don't know, but I I kind of think that she doesn't have to respond, just because of the way new age people respect rap. Like it's like if you popular, you popular. Like you got your core fans. Yeah, they huge. You know, I go back to you know. Uh, granted, this is what Ribby Ma did over the Ether beat. We'll get on a little bit, but that was crazy. Like she did the beat justice and nobody should touch that beat. But I go back to the Joe Button Drake beef. Drake threw a sub. Joe Button said, Okay, I'm jumping off on you. Like he's old school. He was like, I'm yeah. just gonna say your name and everything. You know, Drake didn't say anything. He just let that subliminal go. After a while, it just died down because Joe Button didn't have enough star power to stay. To, to have those songs stay relevant. You know, Remy Ma is, you know, she's having a phenomenal year or I mean, two years. Like she's been going in since she got out. Yeah. Uh, she's going in. It makes me wonder though, how much staying power does she have to keep that song in rotation enough to bother Nikki into, you know, saying something. I just don't know if Nikki, Nikki may choose to ignore it. You can't ignore that. You you can't ignore it. With with the Joe Budden and Drake situation, even Joe didn't go that hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <one. laughs> when when, when Remy went to the pedophile. Yeah, yeah. It got bad. It got bad at that point. Saying she, she smashed, you know, people, you know, certain people in the industry. She was like stuff like none, nobody would have even, you know, thought about. I mean, I Nobody would have been thinking that Nicki Minaj and Trey Songz, Miss Mash, or Ebro. 
Um, oh, that wasn't yeah. a rumor. That was like fresh information. Yeah, <laughs> that's brought, true. You know, Joe Budden was just, you know, saying Drake, you know, need to come harder, blah, blah, blah. You know, that type, typical stuff. You might, you probably could, you probably could ignore it. would have been nice if Drake did, you know, it would have. Out, come at Joe, but, um, but, but he didn't, and he just kind of went away. And Joe Budden is a widow anyway, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so, so I will say but, this. Um, yeah. Will, let me say this. The, now that I think about it, she has to say something because she responding to everybody else. Yeah. Like, she responded to Trey songs when it wasn't a beef there. Like she got mad at Trey songs claiming he didn't, you know, uh, take up for her and say that they didn't smash, which he did, but she jumped off the cliff on him. Uh, supposedly this morning that I learned, she sent that a text message to Charlemagne, the God and, and uh, DJ Envy of the Breakfast Club and was basically yeah, like, y'all corny. Like, y'all talking about this, but y'all want to talk about my last two songs. I'm like, you can't respond to everybody else and not respond to Remy. Now now I'm on that. She, yeah, she she's trying to do like the real life version of Tweet Through It. She's trying to act <laughs> like it, it, nothing happened. Uh, everything's good. And it's like, I don't know, it's a meme. I think it's like a SpongeBob meme where the uh, I think it's like the fish is sitting in the restaurant, and it's like everything's okay. Meanwhile, everything around him is on fire, um, and that's what it, and it's like. She's posting on Instagram like a video shoot of her, you know, her and future together, and her doing something. She's tweeting out, you know, numbers and all that, doing everything, but trying to, I guess, change the subject. But nah, you can't. She, Remy Ma came with heat. She she came with fresh information inside inside stuff. People were talking about that man. You you got to respond. You got to address it. You got to address it. Exactly. And the crazy part is we don't know if any of the stuff that Remy Ma said were exact facts. We just know that they were feasible enough. Like, yeah. You can yeah. if 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 Nikki was really about that life, I think she would have dropped something by now. Either either somebody's yeah. holding her back, or she just you know she's trying to get her ghostwriters together. She, she better, get, she better call Safari up. She better try and get Drake or Wayne or somebody. She better uh, link up with somebody to get some ghostwriters. So you know the folk from her hood or something. She better <laughs> she better try and do something because yeah, I don't and know. She, the only thing she I'm can not do saying is, she because. She has enough popularity to where this won't. I don't think this will finish her. Exactly, it, it, it's a definite hit. It won't finish her, but this is a definite hit because she 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 has a, a established um, idiotic fan base. Oh, it's not idiotic, but like <laughs> careful, <base>. careful. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She her fan base is not quite Beyonce's level, um, but they're definitely obsessed. So you know her fan base, it won't it won't affect her, it won't end her, but it you know it it's like a little dent in the armor, a big dent. Yeah, <laughs> in the armor. It's it's like her career is not going nowhere. It's it's too solidified right now. Her fans like won't yeah. let that happen right now. So so she ain't yeah. going nowhere. Um, I just prefer her not to try to ignore it. I'd rather she even try to accept the L and be like, oh, that was a good song, and then keep it moving with your day. Like, at least nah, you, nah, you can't. 
you no, you can't say now nah, was a good that was a good song because there's too much personal facts in there, man. Because if she once she acknowledges it, she acknowledges it, she's gonna go to the interviews. Everybody gonna want to ask her the questions. Did you? Woo, 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 did you and so and so? What about your your butt shots? You know, those are going to be questions that are going to dominate every interview she yeah. ever does from now until this this dies this dies down. And if, I thought Remy Ma, I saw something she was supposed to release another uh, diss track today. I hadn't seen anything yet. Um, yeah. But if she does that, and if that's you know, I don't know how I don't know if she can come with any more like fire as far as facts go. Um, but then again, you, you never know. But if she drops another fire diss track, whew. she got she got to let that let let that let that sheether flame like let let that thing just smolder. Like don't don't drop nothing too fast. Yeah. Wait wait to see what she what her next move is. That 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 sheether is so flames, man. I I I, I yeah. will I will argue to say it may be in constant rotation for the next two months at least. Possibly, but at least it won't be getting played at parties, though, like a back to back. Yeah, that's true. That back to back, that's a whole nother. Um, that's a whole yeah, nother beast. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. With this, uh, with in today's you know society, everything you know it comes and gone in seconds. So we may be on to the next thing in the next couple of weeks or so. I think that's that may be what Nikki's hoping and banking on that. You know, there's always something new. What's the the newest, you know, social media thing or thing in music? It's, it's always something, uh, something new that's popping off. So, um, you know, maybe give it a week or so, or maybe a couple weeks, and maybe it'll it'll die down or so. Yeah, and we're on to the next thing. I, I'm pretty sure that's what she's hoping. I hope not. I hope that, there's an actual yeah. battle. That's what I was saying. Um, I, I mean, I hope it's actual battle just for the culture of rap. But man, if I know she's hoping that that song is not as dope as it seems and it doesn't have staying power because right now there are people already nominating this as a top five disc record of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about that statement, but it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Right now, I won't say it's top, maybe top five or ten. I won't, I won't I heard somebody. I saw somebody say top three. I won't go that far, but no, no, no. That um, was DJ Envy. He's, he's stupid. Uh, okay, yeah, it was. You know, I say maybe I give it a top ten right now. Like I said, I mean, it, to me, it's not. It's not there where um, no Vaseline and hit him up and no, uh, no, four three two one and and um. I, even back to back, just because that was such a club banger, like Meek couldn't run away from it. It was. Um, it, it was, man. When I, that was a different. It, it not only was it a diss track, it was a track that got the party jumping because I've heard it played, you know, in a party or in a, in a venue, and it, it <laughs> it's a different animal when that when that starts playing. Exactly. Uh, I remember when Drake came to Atlanta to New Music Midtown. And he was performing all his little hits. And then he just went into back to back. And, you know, I'm a music head, so I already know some of the lyrics. The whole yeah. crowd knew the lyrics. I was like, oh, yeah. Meek ain't never going to live this down. 
Like it's a wrap. Right. I think it's odd though that you know sidebar that that meat meal is is you know almost foreshadowed what is happening to Nicki Minaj right now. <laughs> like, um. you, like, we all said you know uh, uh, Nicki kind of saved him a little bit from how bad it could have gotten, but man, did yeah. we? I, I didn't know that we would be foreshadowing like. She would she would get body like this like for real. Nick is dead. Like we have to check and make sure she's okay. <laughs> yeah, we got Tugger Pulse. Tugger Pulse right now. She, she uh, <laughs> the referee's giving her a, a standing eight count right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so so we off that. We off that. We could talk about that all day, but yeah, let's get into let's get into some sports, man. There's been some sports beef going on. We talked about referees and. Ah, man, you brought him up, and I I just got to jump right into it, man. Paul Pierce versus Draymond Green. I don't even understand why that was an issue, but if you don't know, Draymond had some trash talk for Paul Pierce. It got heard over microphones. It became this big deal. Do you think that Draymond disrespected Paul Pierce by, you know, basically saying he ain't Kobe, like your retirement tour is whack. Like, did he disrespect the legend? Uh, it was that what he said was disrespectful, but I'm all for it. That's part of trash talk. I mean, Paul Pierce, um, he he's a he's not in that quite in that Kobe. He was right though. Draymond Green was right. He's not in that Kobe tier. He's like the the tier right below it. Right. Um, because Paul Pierce was about to languish in Boston for years in obscurity until they managed to get KG. Remember he had he had Antoine Walker and they were terrible when it was them two running Boston. And then KG Ray Allen signed and then KG got traded there. And then I mean and don't get me wrong, Paul Pierce, you know, he could he was a scorer, he could do his thing, but I mean, other than that one championship that that season, I mean, what else? What else has, has he really done? What else has Paul Pierce really done? I mean, yeah, he's most of it is he won that championship and his his longevity in the league. Um, yeah, and, and the fact that he's the only one stabbing through an Averex. Jacket. Yeah, yeah, like that, an Averex jacket saved <laughs> your life. We don't even wear Averex anymore, yeah. but. Averex is forever tied to Paul Pierce, but you're right. Like that's, I mean, I ain't gonna disrespect him too hard because he is the truth and he earned that nickname. But yeah, yeah, and, he, he gave us fits, man. Those uh, the I still the '08 finals are still uh, still hard to talk about what you know they did to oh, to the Lakers. To the Lakers, yeah. yeah. So um, it's it's still they they dominated, but I mean after that. I mean, he. I mean, he he did play a vital role on those Boston championship teams and those those few years that Boston were good with the big three. But I mean, I have no problem with Draymond. I'm glad Draymond said it. Um, you know, talk trash, talk trash on the court. You either, you know, talk trash back or you give them buckets or both. You know, because you got some players who you know they ain't gonna say nothing. They're just gonna give you buckets. Right. Uh, like Le- LeBron's not really a trash talker. Um, yeah. Kawhi Leonard, Tim, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan would just give folks, you would try yeah. to trash talk Tim Duncan. He would just give you a smile and just go hit a bank shot <laughs> and score 20 and 15. Yeah. Um, 
So, but yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I, I like it. You know, folks complain now the NBA is too soft. Everybody's friendly. It's this whole AAU, uh, you know, atmosphere in the league now. Everybody want to team up. Hey, I'm here for it, and that's that's Draymond's role on his team. Like Steph is that's true. Steph is nice and quiet. Uh, KD, he ain't gonna really trash talk too much, or nobody taking him his trash talk serious, even though he can't give you buckets. Clay, he ain't gonna say too much. Yeah, Draymond, that's. That's what he he's their enforcer, you know. Nut well, kind of yeah. <laughs> him, him, him and Zaza Pachulia, like that. That's the enforcer, and you don't understand what Zaza is saying, so you gotta go with what Draymond. Yeah, you, know, his so you gotta go. You, you gonna hear Draymond? Draymond's the one who's gonna yell. That's he's on the route. You know, to yell at everybody because uh, if you saw that game, um, the first game when they played, was it when they were playing? Uh, the Thunder, the, the very the first time they played, not this most recent time, where him and uh, KD were kind of, he was arguing with KD, yelling yeah. at KD, um, telling them, that, you know, you got to take that or something like that. Um, that's that's what he does. So, yeah, I have no problems with that. And if Paul Pierce didn't like it, then, you know, either don't start with him or say something back or exactly. give him buckets. And we all know at this point in your career, you're not giving anybody buckets anymore. <laughs> oh God! I mean, he can give you a couple. He can give you a, he can give you a couple. I mean, yeah, give you some veteran leadership and maybe a good, you know, ten points, eight points at this point in his career. No, no disrespect to him because I mean, and you know, when he when he was in his prime, you know, he, he could go. But at this point, nah. He... I will. I will say this though. Um, I don't. One part I disagree with you on was I didn't think that what Draymond said was disrespectful. I didn't. I said it. I said okay. it before Draymond ever said it. I said, is Paul Pierce really doing the retirement tour? Like, this is cool for Kobe because Kobe was sell it, still selling out arenas to go see Kobe. You know, when Jordan went yeah. on his retirement tour, we went to the stadium to see Jordan. We ain't coming to see you, Paul. <laughs> not, not at all. We're not coming to see you, Paul. We're not coming. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, people wear a Paul Pierce jersey because it's for Boston, not because it's for Paul Pierce. I I, I hate to disrespect him like that, but you just not yeah. retirement tour worthy. Nah, he's, he's he's really not. He's not. You know, maybe maybe if he would have stayed in Boston instead of um, you know, maybe if he would have signed with Boston this last year, um, maybe. You know, just off the fact that that was, you know, the team he had spent so much time with and had the most success with. But he went, you know, that trade to Brooklyn, then he signed with the Wizards, and now he's, you know, he's in L.A. He's with the Clippers. Um, yeah, nah, he just go ahead and be happy being almost like a second coach <laughs> um, on exactly. the bench, playing your however many, like 15, 20 minutes a game, and be be happy with that. Exactly. That's all, so that's all you get. Mm. So with with uh, Paul Pierce, you know, you know he he caught that shade from Draymond, that little trash talk, and then after the game, he gets on Twitter and sends a shot at Draymond. Like, you respect that? Now he says, "I didn't hear, I didn't hear Draymond when he said what he said." So when I finally heard about he heard it, it, I decided to tweet. He heard it. I think nah, so. he heard it. He heard it. <laughs> <laughs> if however many million people that was watching TNT that night heard it, but you didn't. Okay, okay, Paul. Especially like this is Draymond. Like, let's be honest. I 
we hear Draymond, Draymond on the court all the time. <laughs> like Draymond, yeah, the yeah. the mics caught him. <laughs> exactly, like the Draymond's the country dude on the on the transit train that makes you turn up your your music because he's talking so loud. Like oh, you heard that? I'm sorry, you yeah. just did. Definitely. Nobody can tell me that. But, you know, the respectful thing I would say, Paul Pierce did come to, uh, you know, when he got an interview, he basically said, like, I started it. I said something to him first. You know, he was just retaliating. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the media came I mean, a little hard at Draymond. Yeah, it was. And that's why I kind of jumped to, to the, I was jumped to Draymond's defense. I was like, well, you know, it's basketball, man. You trash talk. Oh, well, so what if it was disrespectful? There's no nice trash talk. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's, uh, there's no nice trash talk. You know, when a man can call another man's wife Honey Nut Cheerios. And listen. Or, or, or call somebody. <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> or call somebody uh, a cancer patient. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if my listeners don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Garnett would say anything. He would not. He didn't care. Oh, that was crazy. So let me ask you this, though. All right. So a lot of people, they felt like uh, Draymond Green should apologize to Paul Pierce. I'm assuming you disagree with that, but tell me why. For what, man? You, you apologize for trash talk on the court? No, I'm, I'm sorry I said that. That was disrespectful. I'll never say it again. Get out of here, man. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, any anybody that's been played competitive basketball, um, not even competitive, this, this on the court. Let's say you you in the gym with, with, with some fellas. You've been on the court, man. You, there's trash talk that goes on. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes I don't think you know. I'm sure Draymond Green has a lot of respect for Paul Pierce or what have you. And after the game, you know, it is and yeah, maybe in the heat <laughs> of battle, you know, that's what happens. And then after the game, you dap it up and you keep it moving to the next night, to the night, you know, to the next town. Um, Absolutely, there's no need for no whole, you know, apologies or anything like that. I think it, it was what it was. It was trash talk, and at the end of the day, you just leave it on the court and keep it moving. I mean, it wasn't. No personal attack. It was, it was all basketball related. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and like, leave it on the court and keep it moving. And I always say, man, we would have never knew about it anyway if you know TNT didn't have these amazing microphones that, you know, just having right. to pick up every syllable of the, of this slander. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I ain't yeah. think it was that disrespectful. I done heard worse. I done seen worse. You right. Know? Some dudes was ready to get them hands. Like, you know, Carmelo was ready to fight KG. I, I even think that was okay. So, you know. I mean, he told he said your wife looked like Honey Nut Cheerios. That's disrespectful. Honey Nut Cheerios are delicious. You're not going to disrespect my wife like that. They are very delicious. All right, man. Let's continue on with the disrespect. Another beef jumped off over the last two weeks, uh, for some reason. But Shaquille O'Neal and JaVale McGee. If you don't know who JaVale McGee is, there's a reason for that. Uh he's just not that good. But uh, uh, so, you know, uh he's become the poster boy for Shaquille Jonan and and Shaq in the Fool segment. Uh 
and for good reason because you know he always doing something stupid on the court so i guess you know this been going on for how long you say maybe like six years or something like that man it's been a while it's been spanning through about a few teams the nuggets the wizards yeah um he was somewhere else before he um came to go to state yeah yeah going on for a little minute so you know uh uh, i guess javel had enough uh, Shaq, uh, I guess some of the teammates, I, I think it's Shaq said Draymond basically came at him and said, look, man, you got to chill out on JaVale. So Shaq said, all right, I'm going to chill out, but I got one more segment for him. And I guess that one last segment was it, man. And, and JaVale, he popped off on Twitter <laughs> and he came for Shaq. Shaq came back for him. It became a, a full-fledged beef, man. I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. It's so many layers to this. I, I'll let you st- just tell me what you think. What was it funny? Was it, it's, it's so many it, it places where I can start. It, it's it's funny, man. It's uh, and Shaq has been going, you know, in on Javale for for the long. I think pretty much ever since he started Shaq to the Fool, it seems like yeah. Um, but, I mean, for good reason. He would always do something boneheaded. You could always count on Javale McGee to do something boneheaded in the game. Um. And so, I, I think what it what it really boils down to is now Javale's on a good team. You know, mm-hmm. he's not doing as many boneheaded things. He's still doing them, but not as many because now he's on a good team now. Right. And you know, he maybe you know he's smelling himself a little bit, he's feeling himself a little bit. Like, hey man, chill out, man. Like, you know, let that go. And Shaq being the person type of person Shaq did, Shaq was, <laughs> which I, the last. Um, little thing he did, which was hilarious. Oh um, yeah, the uh, Doctor Strange. You know, yeah, the Doctor Strange little bit he did was was funny. Um, as far as them going back and forth on Twitter, I mean, it it was what it was. Um, you know, but some something, something wrong with that boy Javale. He, you think so? He, just, he got yeah. He looked like he got that retarded strength. Cause oh much, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he do look yeah, like a gremlin in the face, he, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just some, he ain't he ain't all there. He um he look like he cried when he get mad. Uh, he definitely like <laughs> and, he was ready to know, box with a I mean he sound like he ready to Shaq, box you know, Shaq. Even though Shaq is seven foot three something, he out of shape. He, he ain't he ain't in shape no more. He been yeah. used to sitting behind that desk now. He, you know, Shaq is, is is all games at this point. You know, he's he's retired, so I don't know. Um but Hopefully it doesn't go no further than Twitter. Well, supposedly um, the mothers have gotten involved. Yeah, and, yeah, I heard that Shaq's and, mom told Shaq to chill, so Shaq was like, "I'm gonna chill." And Javale McGee mom called Shaq a coon and whatever. But hopefully, you know, it'll uh, it'll it'll die down. But I mean, those uh, I don't know what it is with those with those TNT sportscasters, man. I know, right? They uh. But they get paid to be Maybe. that animated. They get like there's a reason why they make that money. There's a reason why you want to be on that show because they do things in a different way than everybody else does, and they get the ratings. So, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've done watching a game and it's late, but I'll stay on another ten minutes to watch TNT and those guys talk. Oh yeah, about definitely. The game. So I, yeah, definitely. I, I mean they. They keep it, you know, they, they're real. The team suck. <laughs> Charles would be like, man, why are we showing this game, man? These teams suck. Nobody watched this. Exactly. 
Exactly. So I, I mean, I first of all, I want to say this. Um, Kevin Durant came to the defense of his teammate. I totally agree. Kevin Durant said yeah, one yeah, thing wrong. I have no problem with that. Kevin Durant said, you know, Shaq does go at him and for no good reason. Stop right there. That's not true. Everything uh, that Shaq has ever said was supported by video. <laughs> like, okay. So yeah, right. There, and, you know, it's JaVale that runs these fast breaks and loses the ball and falls. It's JaVale that goes up for a dunk and throws the ball out of bounds. <laughs> it's JaVale that does this stuff. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. Do I think Shaq picks on him a little bit? Yeah, I do. Like, he goes a little extra. But let's not act like JaVale is not – yeah, and let's be honest. He was out the league last year. He wasn't playing. There's a reason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he – I definitely – Um, I have no problems with Kevin Kevin Durant, KD, coming to the teammate's defense. I mean, even if you got to, you know, he's coming to your teammate's defense. So, you, nah, he's not that bad. You know, it's, it's your teammate. That's, that's what you do. That's all y'all band of brothers. Everybody look out for each other. I, I'm not mad at it. I mean, exactly. but when he said – um. You know, Shaq had his fun as a player. You know, he wasn't that skilled. KD, have you seen Shaq? Did you see early Shaq? Yeah, Shaq, you know, Shaq could run the floor in his early days, in his college and early Orlando days. He could definitely run, run the floor, and he was skilled. He, yeah. he just, you know, he was big. <laughs> so and, he didn't necessarily I, have to. And I, and I will school people a little bit. Like, I know we used to seeing Shaq do these amazing dunks and break back boys. Understand Shaq was an excellent passer from Orlando all the way down to the end of his career. Like he knew how to post up, take the double team, kick it out to the right person every time. Like if you ever watch, there's a reason why he was so good as in the Lakers, not just cause he was dominant scoring, you know, nearly 30 points. Like Shaq knew how to find the cutting man. He was a perfect triangle fit. Like Shaq was dope. Like, Let's not let's not say he's not skilled. Nah, he, he definitely. Um, but he was just so big and such an intimidating force. And he necessarily you thought he was just he was just bullying. I mean, he was bullying people, but there was skill, some skill mixed into that. He would just get people in the post. And- All right, sorry about that phone call drop. Um, uh, so you know, it's dope what KD did. I understand why KD did it. Um, but I, I want to jump on, you know, JaVale's mom for a second. Uh, not jump on. But, I mean, even though she is fine. She, JaVale's mom is fine. Yeah, she, yeah, Google. Is, she is definitely fine. She's definitely fine. <laughs> um, you know, she called Shaq a coon, and she called him a bully, and that she wants him fired from TNT. Let's take that one step at a time. Do you think Shaq is a coon or has shown coonish ways? Uh yeah he he can at times he um I, I well maybe he just he just plays around a lot and jokes a lot um I wouldn't I wouldn't I take that back I wouldn't call him a crazy coon um, yeah Shaq has always been that way though yeah I look at coons like 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 Stephen A Smith who say things that you not sure which side of the fence he on like I don't get that yeah, same yeah. feeling from Shaq I just don't um. Like you can not like his personality. That might be the most you can try to call coonish, but that that ain't cooning. Yeah. You know. Stephen A is cooning. Nah. Like Stephen A calls out black men 
every day on on first take. Yeah, I, and I don't I don't understand a lot of times. I don't know, but um, yeah, but no, nah, yeah, I wouldn't call Shaq a Shaq a clone. He, he's he's been the same person he's always been since he's been in the league. Facts. He's always been playful. He's always you know been a jokester. Um, that's just who he was. Nah, I, I wouldn't call him a clone. I, I disagree yeah. with his development. Even to the fact where Shaq has comedy tours that are are popular, like. That that's him. He's goofball. He's you know, some you know yeah. you can the most you can call him is corny, but I don't know about cooning. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that. All right, so let's jump to the next name. They called him a bully. Is Shaq a bully? Um, possibly. I can see that more so than than coon. Bully, maybe. Um, I can see the argument. Why you could say Shaq, you would might say Shaq is a bully, um, yeah, but not overwhelmingly, not overwhelmingly. But yeah, I, I could see the argument for that. I agree, cause um, and the only reason I say that is because not that I think he's a bully in the in the truest sense of the word, but I think I think you know when Shaq could have stopped, he didn't. When when yeah. Javale's feelings was clearly hurt, he didn't he didn't feel like stopping. And, yeah. and when the, and when Javale decided to take up for himself, you got mad and was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna basically I'm gonna slap, taste out your <laughs> mouth, and called him a bum. Right. Like that yeah. part was bullyish. Uh, so I can kind of get where the mom's coming from on that one. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I believe Javale seriously. I, his feelings are hurt. Yeah, and, he got you know. He- he got fed up, but yeah, Shaq, yeah. I mean, yes, Shaq has gotten hard, been hard on other players, not in that manner. But look, look at him and Dwight Howard. Yeah, he was, he's very he, hard on Dwight Howard. He's very tough on Dwight Howard, almost to the point of you can say almost being a, a bully, so to speak. But that's just you know, Shaq is going to be Shaq. Yeah, and and also I think um, Javale McGee's mom brought up Kendra Perkins. Which Shaq has been hard on too, but you know, I don't know where the difference is. Is Shaq being a bully or is Shaq just giving out tough love? Like, there's a difference. Like, he clearly aiming at big men. He ain't talking yeah, trash yeah, to yeah. you know Rookie Rubio or nothing about it. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. It's more so when he sees big men who he thinks could be better than what they are, and right. He, you know he he has that high standard for them because you know what you know what he did, and not saying that everybody can be him, but he he knows that these big, especially with the situation with him and Dwight, like I could I even I can understand why he would be so hard on Dwight. Yeah. Um. So I, I think it's just this thing with big men. You know, he that's something that's near and dear to his heart, of course. So when he if you're not playing well, he's gonna call you out on it, or he's gonna bring it to the light. You know, totally you agree. Be, you know, bar- making folks be barbecue chicken in the paint. <laughs> Zimbabwe <laughs> chicken. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was funny so, when he uh, called out uh, Dikembe Mutombo. He called him Zimbabwe chicken. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Um, so I, I totally agree with you. Like, eh, you know, I, I think he's hard on people who probably reminds him or he probably sees better in. Like, you don't see him talking bad about Darko Milicic. <laughs> 
You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. He didn't talk bad about Greg Oden. He talked. He, I think he saw something in these other players. And he going at them now. Javale, I, I if you really watch Javale, Javale's an athletic freak. I mean, what is he? Seven one, can fly. He can jump up. Yeah, he can jump out the gym. Yeah, at minimum, he can. He always been able to rebound and block shots. I mean, yeah. if we being he perfectly honest, high, yeah, he doesn't have a high basketball IQ. Exactly. Like if we being honest, there's not a whole lot of difference between him and DeAndre Jordan, outside the fact that DeAndre Jordan's just built physically better than JaVale. but they do the same thing: catch lobs, rebound, block shots. Same thing. But DeAndre Jordan just does it way better. Exactly. Yeah. And has has a higher basketball IQ and maybe even a higher IQ period. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now that I think about it, I, I do get what you're saying. Like, JaVale has some, um, I don't want to call him mentally retarded, but he, he got some slowness to him. Like, I feel yeah. like it feel like if they come to him and be like, yo, JaVale, we're going to do the pick and roll. He'd be like, cinnamon roll? Like, what are you talking about, JaVale? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just run him and, play, man. Him and, uh, him and uh, Nick Young almost have that same Yeah. That same temperament they have that that same goofy um aloof um type vibe yeah. and air about them even though nick young can ball when he wants to ball um yeah. and yeah. I, if, I if nick I... young would settle down and take like and take i guess basketball seriously and the same thing with Giselle, like they they would actually be nice because you know nick young he was having he's having a research year this year um but yeah, I, I think of JaVale and Nick Young. I almost put them in that same same yeah, realm. Yeah, you're right. I, I agree with that because I remember one interview I was watching Nick Young, and it was after the game, and they came to him. They was like, you know, talk about the game, and he was like, yeah, it was a great game. They was like, uh, the Lakers lost by like twenty. <laughs> he was like, oh, but you know, I, I think I played well. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like you're there, yeah. but you're not there. Type mentality. Yeah, he, he like because I, you know, I follow him on. He just he's a group. Like he's just always in his own world. Like Nick yeah. Young lives in Nick Youngland, and it's like he he just does. He just kind of does like boneheaded things. Like when he shot the three and turned around. Yeah. Before and dumb. didn't go in. Yeah, yeah. He just does stuff, and he always had this goofy smile on his face. Exactly. Like n- nothing bothers him, and yeah. So him and like I said, I put him and Javale in that same goofball, aloof, got a ton of talent. Um, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. Not, not all there. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree with it. All right. So so wrapping this up, man. Um, last thing, should Shaq be fired from TNT for this? I mean, no, bullying no, is a serious no. accusation. You know, that's like a nah, trigger word. Nah. nah, I would. Um, I probably would just uh, maybe if it, you know the TNT sports man, you know the, the higher ups, I probably would just talk. You know, give him a little warning or something like that. I'll just tell him to chill. Because I mean, it seems like they have kind of like free reign to. Because they have fun. That job that they do, they look like they legitimately having fun every Thursday or Monday night. And it, so I'm pretty sure they're not 
like hovering like oh my gosh yeah they they pretty much know and if you know something is um you know a little bit too far then you know i'm sure either Shaq or either apologize or they'll just tell them no they just won't bring it up again right I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Um, I will say this at first I was like, maybe they could suspend them for like, you know, maybe a week or something like that. But then I thought about it. I'm like, if you watch the production of that JaVale McGee, Dr. Strange, uh, video, like Shaq didn't do that. Some TNT approved that whole segment. Uh, right. Yeah. If you watch that Ernie Banks, alley oop, the whole thing, (laughs) like, yeah, so this is this is all planned. Like I just think TNT just need to tell Shaq to chill. Um, yeah, you know, let's lay off Javale for a little while, and, and that's it. Which I think is jacked up because Shaq is, uh, I mean, he's a commentator. This is what he he gets paid to do. But you know, I guess if Javale's feelings are hurt, I guess that's what you got to do. Yeah, just lay off of it for a little while. Exactly. All right. So. Um, Dang, I didn't realize it was just really that much beef going on in the last two weeks, man. How about we just spread love, people? Let's just love each other and be okay with right. one another. Be peaceable. Love. Love, not hate. I mean, yeah. I mean, but if you want to beef and put it on social media, I mean, for my entertainment, I'm all here for it. <laughs> exactly. Well, put it like this. If you, if, you, if, you, um, if you just need somebody to love, just love someone named Michael, okay? Like all right. Michaels need love. Thank you. See, yeah, there we go. There you have it. You know. Um. So so let's get to our man law violation segment. Of course, that's the segment where we try to hold men accountable for our own ourselves and our own actions. Um. I gotta talk about this one first because this was just hilarious to me. Uh. The the man that allegedly spent his girlfriend's income tax check on a Bentley. <laughs> like, did you watch that video? <laughs> Yeah, I saw the video. No. Uh, I'm going to try to put the link in the show uh, description below. But <laughs> this man, I don't even want to describe it. Like, Mike, can you describe it for me? <laughs> so basically what happens is this man, his, um, he's at the, he's, I guess he wants to surprise his girlfriend and show her the new Bentley that he got for, for them, for her, for him, whoever. And she was upset because she was like, "Where my money? I, what you mean, where my money?" And then, and then what? Ha- the funniest part is, I guess the dealer or whoever tells them the, the car payments are fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "You got thirty days to come up with fourteen hundred dollars." So meanwhile, the girlfriend's tripping. You said, "Oh my money? Where my money?" And he's like, oh, don't worry about that, babe. We got 30 days. We got 30. Ain't no we. You better come up with that $1,400. It was, it was just it was hilarious. He, I don't know. How did he even go about getting her tax money? Did That's he, a good question. Did he file her? Because if she filed and it was her money, wouldn't it go to her account? Unless she, had, she got the check mailed to her or something yeah, like that? Or? She had to cash that check, man. Like. She went to the little corner store in the Western Union. She got that thing in cash. She had to. Yeah, she. Uh, but he he spent the whole thing on that Bentley, eight and he grand. he was just as eight grand. He was just as proud as he wanted to be. Yeah. He had he got something new, to, so he can um so he can drop her off to work and bring it back on Eon. Um, when when she when he takes her 
And he drops her off to work. So technically, I guess it would be in her car, I guess. Technically speaking. Yeah. It, oh, <laughs> man, that was hysterical. But anyway, man. So, you know, if you watch this video and you just hear how we described it. Did this man violate man law by taking his woman's tax return and spending it on the Bentley? <laughs> I, I got to say, yeah, he, he did. He, he didn't he didn't consult her. Basically, he got the Bentley that he wanted, something he wanted to drive. He wanted to stunt with her tax money. Um, something she probably worked hard for. I don't know if he, he probably don't have no job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he just going to drop her off to work and drive, drive it around and not take care of it. Because in 30 days, our car going to be gone anyway. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. they, they ain't got the money. They ain't going to have the money to make that 14 yeah, they ain't pulling that 14 out. out. Nah, so they only gonna have a car for 30 days anyway. Um, so I, I would say, yeah, you, come on. First of all, you took all of, you spent all of her money. Not half, not a third, not most of it, you know, all of it. You spent all of her with zero dollars and a car payment. Yeah, So there, there was, you could have bought her something directly if you were gonna spend it all. You know, not Oh, give her half or something. He spent the whole thing, and he probably got a raw deal on the card too. He probably did. Eight thousand down and fourteen hundred dollars a month just don't seem right. But I'm assuming they had bad credit. <laughs> assuming uh, they looked like they had terrible credit. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that couple said good credit, low interest rate. Nothing about that. Uh, they looked like they were Twitter famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They look like somebody that tweets every day um, and, and doesn't have a job. All right, so I I think I'm in grants. Um, I, I think he violated man law, but only reason I'm saying he did is because he took the whole income tax. You had to take half or a quarter of it or something. Like, put your own money with it. You can't take the whole thing. As a man, yeah, you got to still provide for your family. Now, I will say this. If they are married... Technically, that money is also his. You are one when you get married. Uh, oh, that they 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 married. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. They they, I mean, they look like they live together though. Yeah, they, they yeah they, 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 they like just they live together, together, but they they not married. So, um, you know, that that's the only thing. As a man, man, you can't take the whole thing. You can't take money out the household. You know, I, I don't know what she would have spent it on either, but. You can't take the whole thing. That's just bottom line. And with eight grand, I'm assuming she got a lot of kids. Sorry, that's just an that's an right. assumption. Right. But that's just my guess. Nah, that's a that's probably the safest assumption you can make. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least three kids right there. Eight grand. That's at least three kids. Yeah. All right. So we got to do one more man law violation in honor of all the beef going on. Um, Meek Mill for some reason cannot stay away from any beef. Um, I don't know if you saw the games post, uh, where he caught Meek Mill liking a, I guess a meme of the Remy Ma, Nicki Minaj beef. Uh, on top of that, you know, Remy Ma said in her song that Meek Mill told her about how Nicki Minaj butt dropped and about their sex life and all that. So first thing I got to ask is it against man law to uh, uh, to speak about an ex? 
Um, it's, I mean, the breakup is still fresh. So, I mean, I could understand, you know, you got some ill will, you got some hard feelings. But um, in this in this instance, man, Meek just move. even with the Drake situation, Meek just don't, doesn't have good people around. He just moves, <laughs> all his moves are just, he makes horrible decisions, horrible moves. And this just, and I'm pretty sure he went right to Remy and chatty pattied and let it and just started, had a whole conversation. I, I, it probably went like, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably, she probably did spill all that. He probably told it. He probably went right to her. Cause he he moves on like some, some f boy type moves. Like he, he, he does. He's a he, he's a hood dude in the truest in the truest sense. Cause a lot of hood dudes are emotional. Yeah, they're very, very emotional. True. They move off emotion. They're very sensitive. Although they try to let off to yeah, the contrary. Like they cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you know, so you saying he violated man law? Definitely, he definitely violated man law on this one, man. He just—I mean, I understand you got some bad feelings towards your ex, and you may talk about it like, man, bump her, she ain't nothing. It's, you know, it's different if you're talking to, you know, maybe your boys or your homegirl, somebody that you that you friends with, that you you know close with, and you just get some steam off your chest. I, I mean, I understand. We've all been there at some point in our lives. We, you know, it just got out of a relationship that ended, you know, tumultuously. And, you know, you just let you in your feelings. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like that early on. But to go to, I don't think him and Remy Ma are friends or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think so either. He just knew that they were beefing. And he went and, I guess, let it all <laughs> just, Alleged. just start. Alleged. Yeah, Allegedly. We don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if yeah he just went to her and he gave her, he called her up and gave her some info or something like that. So yeah, uh, I, he definitely manlated. I mean, violated man law. Uh, I I I actually am on the other side of this. I I think he didn't violate man law simply for simply because talking about an ex is just part of life. Like like you said, with that fresh breakup. He probably still want her back. I mean, that's what happens. I don't like, know. When you she's still she's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a, that's a topic for a whole nother time. <laughs> that's, right. Uh, um, like he he looked like he want his girl back, and when you want your girl back, sometimes you just be talking, and you just just talking about her. Um, and, and before you know it, you done said some stuff you shouldn't have said, allegedly. Um, so I I can't hold that against him. Like if you want your girl back, man, hey man, exes get back together every day, B. So <laughs> that that's true. But to to somebody who it's been rumored that they had a little spat going to, that's like. So I'm I'm gonna pose it to you, Mike. You and your you and your girl break up. I know you you married, but you let's say you and your girl break up, right? And yeah, you in your feelings. You 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 know you you talking, expressing yourself. Would you go to talk to somebody who you it's possible that your girl doesn't like, or doesn't like your girl? Would you be talking to her? Uh, all this information about uh, you know just maybe maybe not intentionally divorce. Let's say you're not even intentionally trying to give her info. 
but you just getting stuff off your chest to a, a chick that your girl doesn't like or the girl doesn't like your your ex girl? Uh, I wouldn't, and that's that's mainly because <laughs> if my girl don't like you, then I'm good on you too. My, my wife, she don't like you. Exactly. Dad. I'm good. I, I mean, not that I hate you, but I don't, I don't need to be around you either. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that part I agree with, but, you know, I just think the way that meat operates, I, I just think he was just all in his feelings and probably just talking to anybody that had an ear. And, you know, sometimes when you're in a breakup and you're trying to find out who's at fault, you just start talking. He just wants his girl back. That's all it is to it, man. Um, but however, I do think he violated man law when uh, he started liking uh, pictures of of the slander as if this is private. Like you can't like your ex woman's slander. <laughs> that that lets right. us know that you just being too petty. Right. The best, the best thing he should have did was ignore it. Right, you can you can mentally like it, you know. You just gotta mentally like it and, and keep it moving. But yeah, he, like if you saw Safari, like they took video of him getting his haircut. Which first of all, I got a problem with. You don't violate a man's haircut time with being petty. That's not time for that. <laughs> right, or, or that's what I remember because I no longer have hair. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, if you saw it, like. You know, he didn't make no real facial expressions, you know, while the camera was in his face. Matter of fact, he, you know, put his hand up like, nah, now's not the time. That's how I thought he should have operated. Like, when you're in the public eye, you know, operate accordingly. Like, fool, right. people going to jump on it. And as petty as, uh, you know, another gangster is, the game is, he spotted that and went in. <laughs> he couldn't wait. The game couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to he, – he likes the attention. He likes, you know – Every time there's a beef, he hops in the middle, exactly. um, trying to to make himself relevant. Relevant, um, yeah. Game. He's he's a clown to me too. Um, he he's every he time there's a beef, he he's he's right in the middle. He here he comes running, coming down the ramp, running, trying to run interference, trying to get involved, trying to be yeah. all in the video. <laughs> That's so um, true. He did a little dirty macking too. That's a whole other story. Trying yeah, to- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trying to send his little shot at Nikki while you dissing at her ex. It's a little dirty Mackie going on, but all right, man, game. I see you out here, man. You do your thing. You know, live your life. Who am I to stop another man's happiness? If you want to be petty and happy, be petty and happy. All right. <laughs> so uh that's the end of our show. Man, fresh, I appreciate this so much, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, no problem, man. I'm glad you had me on, man. I listen to your show all the time, man. Um, and I enjoy it. So it's just an honor and a privilege to be on your show, man. Thank you, man. Once again, appreciate it. All right. I know we put it out there before, but put it out there again. Where's your social media? Uh, Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Mike underscore Fresh 803. That's M-I-K-E underscore P-H-R-E-S-H A-O-3. I'm on there talking sports, uh, music, um, pro wrestling, whatever. I just kind of speak on just a variety of things, jokes, and just whatever. So, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about it today, but, man, uh, uh, I know you appreciate that last 30 for 30 uh, about the XFL. Um, 
Most definitely, man. I remember watching those games, man, just simply because, you know, the connection to pro wrestling. And um, I didn't realize a lot of the stuff that started in the XFL that the NFL uses, like yeah. the old man Cam, Cam the, uh, the player intros. So um, I was – that was amazing to, to see that, you know, that that originated in the XFL. I, I really think, man, he was kind of ahead of his time, man, because – the way people been complaining about the NFL product, man, if he would have maybe started that maybe in more recent times, maybe, yeah. you know, some of the, it, it. it probably could have worked. It probably could have worked. But alas, you know, with, uh, with that, with, you know, Vincent, man, being that he's in the pro wrestling business, anything he does, anything outside of that bubble that he touches, the people are always going to assume that it's uh it's scripted or it's pre-planned or it's yeah. fake. I, I don't like, I don't like using that, that F word. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, you know, he was, it was kind of doomed from the start, but Hey, it, it was good. You know, I remember, you know, that he hate me cause he played for the Panthers the year yeah, we the first he time he went to the Super Bowl. Um, I think Tommy Maddox played for the Steelers the year they, they yeah. won the Super Bowl. I think he backed up Ben. So yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting. Um, I it will was, say this, the, um, I the the you know I'm, I'm we're gonna end the show, but the there's a part in the in the thirty for thirty where they talk about how a whole game video lost power, uh, and they couldn't yeah. show that game. I'm sorry, the NFL was behind that. I'm sorry that after that first week's ratings, the NFL was like, oh no, we gotta get them up out of here. They they siphoned yeah. the gas up out of them generators. I believe that whole. Something was, yeah, something was, was fishy because how do you when you you know you're broadcasting a live game that that just common sense would tell you to fill up the the main source exactly. of your power and and it's it, NBC it, it was like, it's NBC and the WWF at the time you know what's now the WWE yeah. but come on now they used to putting on live production yeah I can't tell me exactly. that somebody was like we forgot nah. Yeah, that that's what they do live production. WWE is WWE entertainment, so they they put on live shows on a weekly, daily basis. NBC, Saturday Night Live, all the the stuff that they do. So that what they specialize in. If the football was terrible, the TV production was going to be a one at the very exactly, least. exactly. So, so um, man, hit us up on Twitter, man. We'll we'll talk more about that. Uh, you know where you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Talk for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk. Um, catch me out here, man. We going back to a weekly schedule. Uh, my heartbreak is uh, finally mending. Um, man, we out, man, because I don't want Fresh to say nothing about my Falcons, man. We out. Falcons <laughs> with twenty three.